Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, welcome to the Sportive. It's episode 75. I just surprised the heck out of Clarence. He's sitting in the basement. I yelled into the microphone, and he just about lost his stuff. I pooped in my pants. Yep. Clarence is here. He's at Sportive HQ. It's a hockey preview episode. We're going to be talking wild. We're going to be talking golfers. We're going to do all the hockey teams at once. Because that's what we do. It's Puck Talk Night. And because it's Puck Talk Night, we got Stu. Mr. Puck. Mr. Puck. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Mr. Hockey. Mr. Uh, Hockey. Max Pacioretty had the first goal of the NHL season. Oh, I think. That sounds dirty Italian. I oh, is this not the. I thought this was the uh, stereotype and generalization episode. Well, it is. No, or is that next That's week? every episode. Oh, okay. That's every episode we've ever done. Okay, I'm sorry. Full of stereotypes that. and generalizations. That's what yeah. we do. So, we're going to start off, I think, talking about the Wild. Oh. He, played for, he played for Michigan, right? Oh. Uh, that could be. Who's this? Oh, you can talk about the Wild. That's fine. The, Pat, uh, Max Pacioretty. Pacioretty. No, he didn't play for Michigan. I think Michigan. he's a Michigan product. That could be. That doesn't sound familiar. All right. Wade, go to it. Hey, Stu. Sport effect. Okay. Uh, yeah. What, uh, what do you think is Borat's favorite economical but delicious beer? Hi, life. Little <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll throwback to long-time listeners. I only oh, wish that, that this episode was on video so you all could have seen how excited Clarence was right there. <laughs> Genuinely <laughs> pleased awesome. about the whole thing. <laughs> this time oh, that was good stuff. Bollied that up, just said it. Stu uh, just slammed yep. it. Karch Karai. Slammed yes. her home. Do you think Canadian people are sick of watching Montreal and Toronto? Sorry, we've got the we've got the NHL on because it's the puck episode, and of course Montreal and Toronto are playing the first game of the season, and I'm guessing that they play eight times a season or whatever, and every one of them is broadcast like the Super Bowl in Canada. I'm sure, it's Yankees, Red Sox, which and, we get sick of. Yeah, and of course the American game is Philly and Boston because the only NHL teams in America are Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Boston, and Washington. God. With some Detroit thrown in. Occasionally you get some Detroit, but that's it. Those are the only five American NHL teams, and we were just complaining about that. And I bet Canadians feel the same way about Montreal and Toronto. We were just complaining about how somebody will ask me, like, uh, what I think of some third you know, line right yep. wing on the Florida Panthers. And I'll be like, I, 
I have no idea. How the hell would I know who that person is? They're never on TV. If they didn't play in the Big Ten or WCHA, I don't know who they are. We could do a test tonight called which teams are in the Atlantic Division and which are in the Metropolitan Division, <laughs> and I would no get idea. no idea. Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, Metro? I, er, They're kind of on the Atlantic, I don't so know. I'm going to say Atlantic. I, I literally don't know. I don't know. I don't know. There's about four Eastern teams you need to know. Just ignore them. And just ignore them. after that, forget it. Yep. So we should start talking about the wild. I was, I, I actually made some notes, and I wanted to try to come up with the number one storyline for this year in wild hockey. And I think it's that they finally started listening to us. Yep. The keys have gone to the kids. <sighs> the keys have kind of gone to the kids. kind of. They're. I like your. I liked what you said today on Twitter. They gave them the farm permit. Yep. They got yep. the farm permit. They can only drive during the day. Yep. Uh, not after 8 o'clock. They, not after 8 o'clock, only during daylight hours and within 20 miles of the, home, of the house. And if not, they kind of still have the like the driver's ed car where the parents yep. still have the driver, the wheel. And yep, the, and the brake the, on the other side. The brake and the gas on the other side. Um, so they kind of gave it to the kids, but not entirely. Um I like this metaphor way better than a training wheels metaphor because it's not really training wheels. It's farm just permit both. Be, yeah, farm like it, yeah, it's you way better than that training one. wheels. No, only here. Only here. Sport of exclusive. And maybe if they're lucky, they'll throw a bag of feed in the back and just drive around like they want to because they can pretend they're on farm business. Yeah, but that's about the only thing no, they then can do. Call, like Jason Zucker, you know, he might be on the second power play for a day and a half and. He'll throw that bag of feed in the back and go see the girls like four towns over because yep. they're way looser. Yeah. <laughs> over in, insert name of small town. <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> Chicago. There were no girls in Chicago. <laughs> yep. Oh, but they'd go down on you. <laughs> At this point, I'd like to say hello to my wife who's probably <laughs> listening. I'm sorry. I haven't even met. <laughs> I just came downstairs. Yep. Clarence uh, is, av- is avoiding the family. Who's so, this weirdo? I want, she does actually want to meet you, by the oh, way. Oh, no. Uh, I, wanted, I actually went through, because there were a couple of guys who I thought were kids who are not kids. Number one on the list is Stu Bickle. I thought he was one of the kids. He's 28 years old. He's not a kid. He's not a kid at <laughs> no, all. No, he can He's rent almost a car. in his 30s. <laughs> yeah, no, if you're over 25, you're not a kid. Also on that list, well, Justin Fontaine. No, he's 28. Justin Fontaine is 26, 27. Is he? Yep. Well, he's not. If you he can, if you can rent a car, you're not a kid. Anymore, Absolutely, in my not. opinion. So here are the kids: Nino Nutterbutter, yep, 22 this year. Yes, Eric Hall is 23. Okay, Charlie Coyle, 22. Mm-hmm. Jason Zucker, 23. 20. Uh, a couple of 24 year olds: Scandella, Marco Scandella, mm-hmm. who I sort of forgot was a rookie for some. He's reason. young, yeah, just because and he's he looked like so much better four. last year. Yeah, yeah that makes you not want to. Makes you stuff. forget yeah. <laughs> that he's 24. Uh, Matt Dumba is 20 this year. Jeez. Which is just insane. And Jonas Brodeen, I you sort of forget it because he's been in the league two years already, mm-hmm. and you, you just sort of write him in as, all right, he's going to be in the top defensive pairing. Oh, they took him away from Suter. He is 21 this year. Yeah. And the other guy, uh, well, the, a new guy, Christian Folan, looks like he's going to be partnering Dumba to start the mm-hmm. year, which you and I talked about on Twitter, about how we'd like that better than Ballard. That was our idea, I believe. That's it was our idea. Our idea long before they ever came up with so it. So we got our farm permit, too. And then Darcy Kemper. I forgot that he... I mean, he's, he's a young guy, but you often get goalies coming up like John Curry, who was 39 years old sure. or whatever last year when he played for the Wild. Yep. Those are the kids. They have the keys. 
But at the same time, they don't have the keys because every guy I just named is on the third line. That's <laughs> all seven guys you named yep. are on the third. Somehow they're all on the well, third line. going to work, but and I saw somebody the other day somewhere said, "Well, when Justin Fontaine comes back, well then he'll take Cook's spot on the third line." And I like Justin well, Fontaine, but why? They put Cook on the second line, though a left wing. You know why? Because he skates in straight line. Oh my god. He's he's got that skill that you need that is out of something. a second line left wing. Now, I don't want to rip on Yo. He he turned the team around last year, and we all love Mike Yo. I really do. I I do like Mike Yo. But I do. But he is. He said the reason they put him on the second. This is something a head coach of a professional hockey team said was quoted in the paper. Didn't come out today and no. say, guys, I was misquoted. God, that's, <laughs> he said. The reason why they put Cook on the second line is because he skates fast in straight lines. Yes. That was a thing that a person said who is in charge Which is of why stuff. Bonnie Blair, the greatest American speed skater, scored 2,000 <laughs> NHL goals. She skates fast in straight lines. I don't know why we never thought of this for the U.S. women's hockey team. It's not like Matt Cook has. You know what Matt Cook is. He doesn't have anything. Like Everybody proof. knows what he That's is. Not, he's did not. you see there was another? Russo wrote another article <laughs> about how he's a changed player. Oh, he listen, did. he's a changed player, guys. I know he got suspended he seven did. games in the playoffs last uh-huh. year for kneeing a guy, but he's I not just, that kind of guy. It's an episode of intervention. It's just <laughs> it I'll never is. do it again, guys. I swear this time. <laughs> this time, I made my mistakes. <laughs> I'm just going to come out and play. And then the hidden camera sees him out smoking a fucking eight ball out in the fucking van yep. out in the parking lot of the intervention center. Fuck. And he, the the big deal was, oh, he tried to apologize to him. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Really? <laughs> Jeez, I'm sorry I ended your season. I'm sorry I ripped your knee out of the saga with my blatantly illegal hit. Oh, for Christ's oh. sake. That was his, yeah. I have never Salvation so, was he apologized. I have I'm never joking. so hoped for a member of the Wild to get the tar beaten out of him on opening night. <laughs> Just right on the opening face-off. I know Cody uh, McLeod, who's there. No, not Cody McLeod. Who's their bruiser? Who's their fighter? Oh, their coach, Patrick Waugh. Oh, yeah, Patrick Waugh. I hope Patrick Waugh comes off the bench on the opening face-off. The puck goes into the stands or something. They just have their standard shoot into the stands. <laughs> Nathan McKinnon takes the opening draw, wins it, shoots it into the stands. There's a stoppage. And here comes Patrick Waugh. He's got a shiv. <laughs> and he shifts Matt Cook in the leg. I'm not talking in the chest or anything. I don't want him sure. to bleed No, out. nobody wants to die. Just yeah. in the leg. And Matt Cook's hopping around, and the whole crowd at the Excel Energy Center rises to <sighs> <and> cheers <laughs> for Patrick Waugh. You know, Matt Cook, that's fine. He is what he is. He's, He's fine in a role like the, what they had him in, fourth line, left wing, That was my killing. question I wanted to ask. Why Nine, is he not on the fourth line? I don't. That's what he's good at. Fourth line, left wing, penalty killing, 8 to 11 minutes a game. Matt Cook, as much as we get sick of the shit, that's, it's fine. Yep. Kyle Brodziak, fourth line center, eight to eleven minutes a Fine. game, killing penalties. I don't, I don't give a fine. No, I can put him there. You know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, who's the new guy? Ryan Carter. Ryan Carter, right wing, fourth line. I right think just sign penalty kill to be Zach Parise's friend. <laughs> Could be. He's buddies with Parise. Yeah. Uh, well, in like, truth, it's listen. because he's better than Veyu Almond and Bickle, well, which true. is fine. I, I really am okay with them upgrading that role, but. Uh, when they start putting him on the second line, start putting him on the power play. What, what the fuck? What? Here's my other question. If skating fast in straight lines is the actual thing we're going for here, 
Let's have a race between Matt Cooker, Matt Cook, and Jason Zucker. Well, Except Zucker has to skate backwards for the second you, half you of the race. Stole my take. That's exactly where I, where I was going to go with this. <laughs> <laughs> what? This fast in straight lines. The fastest left guy wing on the team in straight lines. Just doesn't. Just say what you mean, Mike. You know what? I would respect him a lot more if he just said he's a veteran, yep. and I like veterans because I'm a young coach. I'm still the youngest coach in the league. Is he still I, the youngest coach in yeah. the league? I have to buy some credibility here in this locker room by mm-hmm. deferring to vets. Otherwise, I'll, I'll look like a fool. So that's why I'm doing it. I'd respect that because that's why he is. That's why Danny Heatley was on the power play mm-hmm. more than almost anybody last year. That's why Koivu was there. It, it's not because of the skills that they bring. If that if it were a skills deal, they wouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. It's because they're veterans. <laughs> well, that's literally the only explanation for Danny Heatley. Well... Because at some point last year, it was like you were playing video game hockey, except the guy you were controlling was hurt and you didn't know it. <laughs> so the whole play would come out and you wouldn't know where your guy was, and then you'd see him limping into the Well, picture. that's what drove that was Danny Heatley. Crazy, and I, I know I've said it before, but they, they'd they ask you or they'd ask anybody in the front office, why is Jason Zucker getting brought to Iowa? Why is he getting yo-yoed around? And the, the fans, the coaches, the front office, everybody said, well, it's his defensive deficiencies. And then that same coach, that same front office, went out there and put Danny Heatley on the ice for 1,200 minutes the last guy. season. <laughs> you can't say that, well, we're not playing Jason Zucker at left wing because of his defense, and then put Danny Heatley on the ice for 12 mi- 1,200 minutes yes. at left wing. Yep. You can't have it both ways. You get one mm-hmm. or you get the other. Mm-hmm. So they were blowing smoke up, their, up our asses. It's because he was a veteran. That's why. Yep. And because J- Yo just doesn't like Jason Zucker. Maybe Jason Zucker is like Aaron Hicks, where he shows up 12 minutes before the game <laughs> sure starts. Could be. I don't know. Maybe. I'd like to hear some stories about whether he's just... Maybe. The difference is that Jason Zucker has pretty much been successful at every level he's ever That's played true. at. Aaron Hicks was like okay at Palm Beach High School or wherever the hell he went. I still don't think we've talked enough stuff. about the episode where the three of you guys had total Aaron Hicks boners. Oh. And I was telling you guys to be careful about there that. There we go. John... I, I still don't think we've talked enough it. about that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're we're here to talk puck. I want to we want to commiserate over Jason Zucker, who's apparently starting the season on the fourth line again, which makes no sense. <laughs> the worst, the worst. Role Where would you put him? <laughs> why would you put him on the fourth line? The yeah. checking line? What's he we're going to start Mike Pelfrey in left field? Yeah. What the fuck? Oh, <laughs> Mike, you didn't get the job done. We, Sorry, guys. <laughs> Mike just isn't getting the job. I'm going to send him to. Oh, fuck. Joe Maurer is going to close for the team <laughs> this year. That's you got to put guys. Obviously, coaching is about putting people in positions to succeed. That goes without saying. And Jason Zucker, they never they put him with some fucking Hunyuk line with yep. Mike fucking Rupp at center, <laughs> and then they throw him out there and go, "Well, he didn't do much. Back to Iowa for you." Rupp skating straight down the ice, <laughs> and Zucker skating in circles around for him, Christ. waiting it's like for the puck. Ruck and Kanapka. And then Zucker, you know, throw the puck out there. Right, Good guys. luck. Let's play. Ah, oh, Zucker, you're just not getting the job done. I don't understand. Fucking He's hell. not scoring goals. Well, the puck never actually made it to the net because Mike Rupp is still standing at like center ace. Two years ago, people. they put Zucker with Cullen and Setaguchi, and he did well. They put him with guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like Cullen and Setaguchi are neither of them beaters, stars. but they at least have some skill. And Zucker did well. And it was maybe, what, 12? 10, 12, I don't even remember how many games, but it wasn't long, but he did well. And then they went away from that, and then last year they, for the you know, the, the few minutes that he did play, they put him with just nobodies. And he, yeah, 
Just like if you put Pelfrey in left field, you're you're not going to get much. So I don't want to turn this into the no. We can talk all night about Jason Tucker Uh, because he's. If that's all we really truly have to bitch about on this team is the third line, left wing. Yeah, yeah, then we're in pretty good shape. Yeah. Which actually, question for John. Question for John and Clarence. Go ahead, Stu. What were you reading on the internet? Question for Stu. Thomas Vanek. Yes. Um, is that the whole question? Do you, um, yeah, the, well, um, how's he going to be? What is he going to do? Was it a necessary pickup? He's going to score 27 goals. Okay. And that's about all he's going to do because that's what Thomas Vanek does. He doesn't play a lot of defense. He's a big body. He's going to score. He's going to play on the power play. He's going to score 27, 28 goals. He's going to be fine. If you remember at the end of last year, at the end of last season, the wild season, I said, my goal for the offseason was for them to add 30 goals. Mm-hmm. Add 30 goals. From wherever. From wherever. I don't care how they do it. Add 30 goals. Now, they brought in Zucker. Or, fuck, I can't get him off my yep. brain. <laughs> I just can't quit you, Jason Zucker. <laughs> they brought in Vanek. They form a family band. And this thing come out and die. <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> so let's say Vanek scores 25 to 30 goals. He replaced Heatley, yep. essentially. He was a left, they're both left wings. Uh, Heatley scored, what, 5, 10 goals, <laughs> something like that last season. So he might have had eight. Let's say there's your 20 extra goals right there. Mm-hmm. They still need to add 10 more. I think just by doing things like adding Dumba to the third line, third set of D, mm-hmm. and Folan, uh, playing Zucker more as opposed to guys like Brett Bulmer and Mike Rupp and Zenon Kanapka. Yeah. Um, right there is 10 extra goals right there. And you add in the growth from Granlund and Coyle and Nino. Hopefully they grow. I think there's your 30 goals. Yeah. Vanek, the kid's growing. Zucker, Dumba, Folan playing more minutes. That kind of feels like 50 goals. Fuck. Now, I, I hope you're not getting into Andrew Elber's 80-win territory. <laughs> <laughs> the more we talk about this, the more I'm going to be convinced that the Wild are going to score 450 50 more goals. goals. So they scored like 200 goals last year. 250 goals would be one of the top-scoring teams, yep. I think, in the West. So I'm thinking right now <laughs> I'm getting overexcited, and I'm thinking NHL record for goals. I think. They're going to average 7.2 goals a game. I think 230 goals would be if they can keep their defense stable. Keep, they're one Which of the there's top. no reason not to think that it won't still why, be as long as nobody, As long as Suter doesn't find his legs just don't fly off. Like <laughs> I could see true. that happening. Which could happen. He's skating on the ice just in a typical se- middle of the second period, some random... Just nobody's really paying much attention, and his legs fall off. Yeah, somebody will wind up and take a shot, slap shot on the other team. Patrick Kane will wind up mm-hmm. to take a slap shot, and Suter will go in there to block it, and something will fly into your crowd, into the crowd, and they'll say, "Is it a stick?" And no, you'll see Suter tipped over because he only has one leg. It was do you Suter's get to keep leg. that leg? It's hard to say. If you're a fan, usually what they'll do is they'll trade like a couple of signed pucks and some tickets Does, to a future game for the leg. Yeah, you get to tour the locker room. Yep, you get to tour the locker room. You get to meet Suter. Go on the training table as maybe trying be to stitch there it back on. as the doctors. Like a, like a buy one get one appetizer thing at Tom Reed's, probably. Yep. Oh, yes. <laughs> you get that poutine. no matter what happens. Okay. <laughs> they have poutine at Tom Reed's. I think so. Yeah, he's Canadian. Do. Yeah, they he is better. Canadian. They should shut the place down if he doesn't. If they don't, they Canadian should. owned restaurant. No, there was some, there was another article the other day that said something about Suter along the lines of he knows how to conserve his energy, and given how much he plays, he played like three minutes per game more than any other player in the league last mm-hmm. year. 
he must just go home and sit quietly until it's time to go to the game the next day. He just has a comfortable chair. He goes home. He sits down. He sleeps there, and he does not move until the next game. You starts. don't think he has like Michael Jackson's hyperbolic chamber? Or yeah, something he there? might. Oh, he does something. He does something. Pickle juice. Got the the oxygen in the pickle juice. He just doesn't move the whole season. That has to be a secret because he plays an enormous number of minutes. So I don't see any reason the defense is going to be worse. I don't know why they would. It's the same personnel unless there's a big injury. Their defense should stay relatively the same. If your thought is the defense might go downhill because of the goaltending. That was going to be my point. Okay, I could see that. They could regress because Harding obviously played incredible. Then mm-hmm. he got hurt. Backstrom is Backstrom for the short time that he played. Then Kemper played well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there is there room for regression there? That that I can see. They were surprisingly good last year given their goaltending headaches. They, had, a, they got great goaltending for a long time from Harding, and then everything just went absolutely to heck. It's hard to know if that is a product of the defensive system. True. So when so many goalies come in and do well, you start to wonder if it's just a product of the system. Because it's hard to think that it's all just random, that any goalie steps in and just does really well, and it's because of the goalies. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, at some point, you have to start to wonder if... If it is part of the system, and you're and you're out there in the top ten in defense, the team. So I don't know. It's a little strange that the Wild had a reputation for being very defensively oriented under Jack Lemaire, and then they got rid of Lemaire, and they brought in brought in Todd Richards, and then brought in Mike Yo, and they still have the exact same reputation mm-hmm. of being the most boring team in the league. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure why that is, because everything has changed. The ownership has changed. The coaching staff has changed. GM, the yeah. Other than, like, Darby Hendrickson. He's, like, the one constant. Maybe Darby Hendrickson is the thing that's keeping this franchise to be the most boring team in the league. How does he He lives behind Mickey's Diner. I don't think people know that. (laughs) No, no, people don't know that. How do you know that he lives behind Mickey's Diner? I I work, like, two blocks from there. He's got a Quonset hut right behind the diner. It's right right up against the building. It's, yeah, like the science, the children's museum. In a Quonset hut? Yeah. That's where Darby lives? in St. Paul. Oh, that's true. Huh. I had no idea. Like he's just got a cot in the corner of this hut, and he just works on yeah. old cars during the day? or Well, no, he, he takes the bus into Richfield because, you know, he's king in Richfield, and he just kind of hangs out king. at the uh, like the Pizza Luce there, I think, and you know, then he goes back to his little Quonset hut and tends to his mullet. Yeah, he lived. I never told you that I played street hockey with him when I was a kid. No. The buddies that lived kind of down the street no. from Darby Hendrickson. Yeah. Yep. No. Darby and Dan. Oh, no. Yeah. Do you a good guy? I mean, was he a good guy at age nine? As a kid, he was a good guy, and he I was like, what, six? And I got my ass kicked, basically, because we were playing street hockey yep. against Darby Hendrickson, who was four or five years older than I was, and awesome at hockey. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't. And I was way younger, so I was, it was a It was blood a bloodbath. It was... Because yeah, you ugly. took a shiv and tried to stab him. <laughs> well, uh, it's Richfield. No. I, I knew my place. I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't bringing a shiv. Sorry, to sir. Yeah. I was so hoping they, there was more to that story, to be honest with you. abandoned Dump and Chase, guys? Did who Dump and Chase? Has the Wild abandoned Dump and Chase? They've they said they they've abandoned, abandoned Dump and Chase. Yes, they have. They are trying to become more of a puck position okay. team, and I believe them. I was... 
I was a little surprised, and I, I okay. wish Brandon was here tonight. Brandon couldn't make it because of a family thing tonight, which is too bad because right now he'd be suggesting some terrible system to quote-unquote improve the game of hockey because we have hockey on right now, and he'd be complaining about it, which he'd be right to complain because it's Boston and Philly. But I forgot where I was going with that point. No, I, I was telling Brandon that the Wild had to be his favorite team now because per- Zach Parisi was quoted in the paper saying, I was looking at some research, and you're four times as four times as likely to score when you carry the puck into the zone versus when you dump the puck into the zone. That's what he said. Which went against everything that he stood for because that's what they always did in New Jersey. They just dumped it and mm-hmm. then tried to get it back, which... And he mentioned that. Mm-hmm. And... So the Wild have made it a point of emphasis to try to carry the puck into the zone, which seems obvious to me. And I never played hockey, so maybe there's a question for you, Clarence. But it seems like if you grew up playing shinny or if you grew up playing pond hockey, you'd know that you have to carry the puck in. You have to carry the puck everywhere you go. It seems like it'd be hard to beat that out of players to say, no, guys, stop possessing the puck. I want you to dump it in and have to go and try to get possession back. Because it's like throwing the ball out of bounds in basketball and then trying to steal the inbounds pass. No, I. You kind of do what you're told. I guess true. that's what, <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah, it's it's not quite the same. It because if you don't dump it in and the coach wanted you to, then then you get stuck the on next the Jason Zucker line. Go out there, you won't be out there because you'll be sitting on the bench. Um, also, there's advantages to dumping it in as a player because. When you don't, you try to let's say you try to carry the puck into the zone, mm-hmm. and uh, Chara, we're watching Boston, is mm-hmm. standing there. What happens if you don't deke out Chara? He grabs you, throws you into the 14th row of the stands, and takes the puck and goes back the other way. You get your ass kicked. That's yes. exactly right. So when the coach says, instead of getting your ass kicked, dump it into the zone, and then Chara has to turn around and put his back to you, and try to play the puck, and then mm-hmm. you get to kick his ass instead. Oh yeah, that sounds like fucking hell. That sounds like a better fun. idea. Yeah, that's a way better idea. I'm coach. on board, coach. Yeah, put me in, and then you go and you do that instead of the other thing. Yeah. So that's it. It's it's not quite so cut and dried as yeah. It, it does make a lot more sense to carry the puck in, but it's just it's like more difficult for in sure. Baseball. Why is it taking a hundred and ten years of baseball for? teams to finally catch on say maybe we should move from just over from where we've played for 110 years because that's where the guy normally hits it shit that makes the incredibly a ton of sense. strange thing about that is that the shift has been around at least since ted williams and yet people are like no well they're that's using it talk. way more. yeah well that's just it as an idea and so yeah. is carrying the puck into the zone yeah yeah that's the point i'm trying to make oh fight wow chara's standing there like a Eastern European. Well, chicken nobody shit. is going to fight Zdeno Chara. You'd have to be an idiot to fight Zdeno he Chara. He's a chicken shit. He's a, he will rip your head he's off. European. That is that is too. That's too relevant hockey questions for me, guys. I just want to. I, I just want to know how I. I knew it would be like this because I knew Stu would work extra hard. Who told you to this ask podcast? This stuff? Who have you been talking to? You know I can't reveal that, Clarence. It's Russo. Yeah, you go ahead. So, yeah. Just a hang out. Question. Okay. What is the goaltender rotation? I, I think Kemper's starting tomorrow, right? Right. 
I don't think we know that yet. Do I we? haven't heard that yet. If you, maybe you got in whoever your sources on these questions, maybe you're hearing birdies. <laughs> I remember, I do work in St. Paul, Clarence. That's so true. I'm, I'm right down the He's road. got his finger on the pulse. Yeah, the goal, guys. It's the, the talk. Bar. It's, a, it's around Great Waters. It's around the Gopher Bar. It's around Allery's. All the hot talk has <laughs> takes a couple days to get out to. Yep, it takes a couple days to make it across the river yeah, to I, people like you and me. Sons of yeah. bitches. But I haven't heard who's so starting. It's Kemper, and they cut, they cut the guy with the bunny rabbit, right? They did. Oh, the, that was a, not okay, a goalie. So he that was, was Zena. That was Kanapka. That was a fighter. And then somebody got in a fight with uh, Anthony Swarzak at Twins Fest. That was Josh Harding. It was a different goalie. <laughs> okay. Do any of you so guys have left after Kemper? The Brizgalov, who they cut, and they're still, I think, trying to they're, sign, possibly. They're sort of hoping that he might sign a deal to play at Iowa because they like him, and yeah. something's going to go wrong with the goalies again, and they might need him. But. So it's Kemper and Backstrom, and I don't think we know what's going to Backstrom, that's the name I couldn't remember. Yeah, I don't think we know who is going to play. The, I think they're going to make them fight for it. Yep. Not fight, literally, but... Okay, but- who would what win in that fight? Kemper. Kemper's 24 years old. Kemper He'd win in that fight for sure. And also from North America. Yeah, Nick Backstrom is 355 years old. Yep. And he's Swedish. European. He's not Swedish. He's Finnish. Is he Swedish or Finnish? Fuck, I don't even know. He's well, one in the other Nicholas Backstrom is the other. If you're scared of him, he's Finnish. If you like, could hang out with him, he's Swedish. I think that's the rule. <laughs> he of looks thumb. Finnish. He doesn't look nice. He looks scary. Nice. Swedish air. Okay, yeah, Finns are yeah. terrifying. I think I think the Swedish backstrom is the center for Washington. Well, aren't okay. aren't Swedish people got the S E N and then or and then the Finnish people all have the goofy like Koivu and yeah. Granlund and they don't have S C N at the end. Yeah, that sounds right. That could be. This feels like we're something we should know. Sport but. effect. Yep, we're happy with that. Oh, Claude Julian, I hate you so much. All right, Stu, any more questions? Uh, you guys can continue now. I think I've added enough to where I feel like you guys can just talk about actual things for like five minutes now. You're the best. So I know. I want to run through. We talked a little about defensive pairings. The defensive pairings are sort of whatever. I'm more more than anything. I'm intrigued to see how that Dumba and Fulton pair does together. I am too. Just because they're the kids, but also because if they're good, who knows? Scandell is really the only guy that has any size on defense. Spurgeon is tiny. He's just a little guy. Just a little, little peanut. Yep. It's the cutest ever. But I wanted to go through the lines a little bit and see if you're happy with them, Clarence. You sort of are I'm never happy, here. but uh, am I not angry? Yep. How about that? Not angry, I guess, is what we're going for here. First line, Zach Parisi, mm-hmm. Mike Granlund, yes. Jason Palmerville. I am happy that Koi was not on the first line center. Sure. They, they gave the key to the kid. Mm-hmm. Granlin is your most skilled player on the roster. He should be getting the bulk of the minutes. He should be on your first line power play. He should be on your first line of regular strength forwards. He should be getting more minutes than Miko Koivu is the bottom line. Mm-hmm. He should be getting more minutes than the second line center. That's it. I'm happy. I'm not angry. You are not, not angry. angry. And Granlin and Parisi go well together in a lot of different ways. They really do. It's the leather and lace. It's speed and skill. It's you know down in front of the net versus. Uh, yeah, Granlin's Granlin will sort of float around a little bit, do a lot of passing. Doesn't have and Parisi, much of a shot, yeah. but he you know he's got the sick mitts, as they say in the business. And yeah. Parisi's absolutely the hardest working guy on the team, so they go well together. He is, and I pains me to say because he's yeah. UND, but because he went to North Dakota, I have to say it. 
Uh, and then Pommonville, we were talking about this before the podcast started, where he's he scored 30 goals last year, and you can't remember a single one of them. Well, he they, just is there. They give him every opportunity to score goals. To I don't hate Pommonville, but he's again the he is the guy that they feed on the power play to score power play goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, they give him the most power play minutes. He's second. He was second last year in power play minutes behind Ryan Suter. Um, <laughs> And he's on the first line right wing. So, I mean, he, he gets a ton of minutes and yeah. opportunities. This Which I want to touch on Suter on the power play yeah. in a second here. Okay. But second line, we, we already talked about Matt Cook, so we can ignore him. And we don't think he'll stay on the second line forever. No. He'll be on the fourth line not too long from now. Which, as long as he's replacing Ryan Carter and Well, they're going to move Vanek over to left. Vanek's the left wing. He's fucking left yeah. wing. I don't That's know why they haven't played right wing, but whatever. He's left wing. Is Fontaine right wing? They're talking like this with Wild. We start talking wild. They're talking. Yeah, that's the that's the Mike Yo. What are you doing? Voices. We had Jimmy, kind of like a Jimmy Fallon, or it's a horrible Jimmy Fallon, but it's in that neighborhood. Yep, it's in that neighborhood. Yeah. So we've already complained about Cook, but the other two are Koivu and Vanek. Do you like Koivu and Vanek together? I I'm fine with it. Uh, yeah, Vanek is your second best left wing, and Koivu is is he your second best center? I fuck. I, I'm not gonna. Koivu is like the little precious China doll you can't rip on Koivu because mm-hmm. all the smart hockey people will tell you how stupid you are. You don't know the game. You know, I, it's not like I'm fucking. Uh, her Brooks or anything, but I've I've watched a hockey game mm-hmm. a few. You played life. in a hockey game. You've <laughs> been thrown out of more hockey games than, than the rest in. of us have <laughs> the rest of us have seen. But uh, I'd like to think I I can watch the game and understand a few. I can make an informed decision on who I think is better. Is Eric Hall a better than Koivu? Probably not yet. So I'm fine with that. But is Koivu far and away the best second best center? Yeah. I don't. I don't know that he is anymore, and he's regressing. So, sh- long answer, longer. Uh, I'm fine with it. Okay. I think uh, Vanek, Koivu, and Nino is your best second line. I was going to ask who you would put instead of Cook on that second line. Well, I think Nino, Coyle. Coyle I think Coyle's going to get it. I think. I'd rather, I don't think Coyle had a very good year. I don't think I'm. That's a big secret. I don't think Coyle had a very good year. I'd like to see. All the things when they say make Zucker earn it, I'd like to see them make Coyle earn it more. Sure, I'm fine with that. Put Coyle in the third line. As long Give as they play Nino. him at wing. They still were messing around with him at center. <laughs> we talked about pre-season. this last year where they were messing with Granlin at wing, and we said, fucking hey guys, he's not a wing, he's a center, and Coyle isn't a center, he's a wing. And by the middle of the season, they figured out, oh, yeah, you're right, Clarence. <laughs> Granlin <laughs> is Clarence. a center. I said, no <laughs> shit. And, uh, but they're still messing with Coyle at... At center, I don't, I don't know. He didn't have a great year, so it's kind of like, well, you know what? Maybe, maybe they're right on this, but I don't want to say that because I don't like saying I was wrong. So I'm going to wait and Fair say. Enough. Uh, but I think Nino earned it, second line right wing. That's who I would put there. Okay. Third line, we we sort of touched on the third line being all the young kids, but right now it's Nino and Halla and Coyle, which could be an interesting line because. We we saw a little bit of Hollow last year, and he was so good that it was not even a question whether he'd be in the lineup this year. Mm-hmm. He was that good. 
But I'm I'm interested to see how that line functions together, just because we don't necessarily know a lot about Hala and a lot about how it fit with Niederreiter and Coyle. I would love to see them put Zucker on left wing, Hala at center, and Coyle at right wing. Yeah, that'd Get be a good two line. speedsters that shoot. Zucker especially shoots a lot. And then Coyle that just stands there in front of the net and just cleans up, just shovels it in. Give him a big old fucking hard hat and a scoop shovel. Coyle's shot chart should have no shots <laughs> from outside the paint. It's just a big red dot. It's just one giant just dot. heat map. On, <laughs> on top of the goal. Big old, like a clown's nose. Just a big old fucking red dot right there in front of the net. Just give him a, a just camp out. Yep. Yep. Give him some s'mores. Absolutely. And a... Uh, Get him a case of beer. Fifth of scotch. And a uh, five-gallon bucket. One yeah. of those good chairs that has, uh, has the, the cup holder the cup in the armrest. And you just camp out here, son. And then just watch ha- watch other teams try to match up with Halla and Zucker. Yep. Back of lunch. Matchup name. I'd lo- yeah. I'd and like to see that. Then the fourth line is just guys who aren't that good at hockey but are good at running into people. Cook at left, Brodziak at center, and uh, like we said, uh, this Carter guy. Yeah, I don't. Who we know nothing about. No idea. Well, I do know something because he played at Mankato, so I did watch him play. I keep getting confused with Jeff Carter, who's also a player I think on the Kings. He is. Yeah, I don't get the. (laughs) I don't. I'm like, oh yeah, Jeff Carter. No wait, Ryan Carter. Ryan Carter, not the Kings one. Did anybody go with the welcome back Carter? No, we could. Uh, Line in the paper. No, I don't think so. Good. That's a horrible headline. No, it might be the title of this podcast. Oh, no. Welcome back, Carter. That's horrible. I'm sorry. Or it'll be the Jason Zucker wine line, one of the two. I just looked up. Stu was participating in the podcast, and I looked up to see what Stu was doing. He's sometimes gone. he's reading on the internet. He's gone. Sometimes he's looking at Oz. Sometimes he's laughing. He's just gone. He's nowhere. He's, he's gone. He's back. <laughs> you got sorry, the lawn mode. Got the garbage taken out. I got to get a beer here soon, too. All right. Had to get a beer. Um... We, uh, Mandy and the girls are watching House Hunters International right now. Oh, those people are so likable. And all those people oh, looking God. for houses. Get, 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 oh. get this, Clarence. He's, this couple quit their jobs and moved to Cannes oh. in oh. France. Or Cannes, oh. whatever you want to call it. Oh. You know what normal everyday people do. Normal people. So fucking you know, hateable. Mom, uh, oh, my God. Typical, you know, middle American. <sighs> honest I, day's work for just, honest dollar. <laughs> Just well, we're gonna quit the jobs and move to France. <laughs> I should, I, I should tell you, I've I've been married for a couple oh. months now, so I've watched more HGTV in the last three oh, months I than it. I have in the life I'm in my life before that. And I got to tell you, my wife doesn't understand sports at all, but she does. I think she's starting to understand it more because she reacts to those house hunters kind of shows <laughs> in the same way I react to sports. In that. She's, you know, a very nice, very mild-mannered, a very loving person. But you get her watching HGTV on House Hunters and somebody goes a half million dollars above their budget. And she's <laughs> she's sitting here screaming at the television, No, you stupid horse's asses! <laughs> and stuff like that. She just becomes an angry, bitter person. Mike Pelfrey And I like it. Oh, yeah. It's absolutely me and the Mike you Pelfrey You spend a half million dollars. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she'll listen to this. I love you, sweetie. Um... <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I was going over the wild lines. We don't really know who's going to be on the power play yet because they well, haven't been messing with it. But yeah, I wrote I, down who they had on the power plays the other day, and Matt I want, Cook was out there. 
And that means that they're just fucking with us. Yeah, that, then they're just they're definitely just screwing around with us. But here's who they had the other day. I don't know if this will be the final lines, but I want you to tell me which of these power plays is actually better than the other one. All right, hold, I and get a beer he's getting a beer, so I'm just going to read it, and he's going to open a beer, and we'll go from there. Uh, the first power play: Parisi, Gramlin, Pominville, Dumba, and Suter. Second power play: Nino, Koivu, Vanek, Spurgeon, and Brodeen. All right, name off the first one again, please. Parisi, Granlin, Pominville, the first line, mm-hmm. plus Dumba and Suter. All right. So the way that the wild power play works is they like to work on the right side. What they did last year was put Koivu on the half wall, then have him funnel it to Suter, who then decides what he's he's like. He would be like a – I don't have a great analogy. This isn't a perfect analogy. I'm going to try it like a point guard in basketball where the offense runs through the point mm-hmm. guard and then he decides if he's going to dish it down low or shoot from out up high. What they preferred to do then was Suter would pass it over to Pominville who would one-time it. Or Suter would bomb it from the top. If Pominville wasn't there, Suter would bomb it. Sometimes they'd have Koivu try to uh, to shoot it mm-hmm. from the half wall. That was good. Occasionally they would dump it down to Parisi and have him kind of try to jam it in. Yeah, or he would basically try to pick the puck up and dive into the goal. jamming it in, or Koivu would try to do a pass through three defenders through the box. Yep. And, and pray, magic bullet JFK style. Pray that he could, instead of going to Suter than to Palmer, Palmer that Koivu could go to Palmer directly and then one-time it. Mm-hmm. There, there were basically all their options yes. right there. <sighs> If they hold with this, what it sounds like they may try is keeping Suter at the top, which I don't. I don't know that I agree with. I like Suter; he's fine, but yeah, but it's like having he scored. There was that one game where he scored two goals, or did he even have a hat trick one game last year? I think he, he. I know he had at least two. There was an odd game where he and had he a was bunch of points and it was almost funny to everyone. Like, oh yeah. my goodness, Ryan Suter scored twice. Is that the guy you really want leading your power play? Well, that's kind of my point. Is Suter does have good hands. I mean, when no, he's there's no doubt. breakout passes, there's very few people better in the league at that role. Having your back turned to the offense, to the people coming into the zone, turning around, making a fast decision, hitting your wings, mm-hmm. and then breaking out. He's good at that, and you'd think that would translate to the power plates. It's some of the same decision-making, fast decision-making, dishing it out. It's Their power play has been stagnant for years, mm-hmm. and he's kind of one of the the – the parts that's been the same. So my wonder is maybe just try somebody different yeah. at the top. You'd think he'd be awesome in that role, but you're not getting the results. Maybe just try something different. Maybe. So what they're, it does sound like they're trying, even though they're going to keep him at the top, what they'll do is put Granlin on that half wall in Koivu's role and maybe Dumba. Well, Dumbo's the one that Suter is trying to yeah, feed. Yeah, Dumbo will be the guy bombing with away. The, with the one-timer. That's yep. awesome. I love that. Give it If you're going to keep Suter, then try those things. Granlin over there on the half wall who can make that cross-ice pass, where Koivu maybe couldn't. Mm-hmm. Granlin can make that pass. Doesn't have as good a shot. But uh, like Rubio, they said that Granny worked all, <laughs> all summer long on his shot. That's always disappointing when it's, you hear that. Working all week. Always disappointing. Oh, God, it's... And it never works out. I'm working all summer on my shot. Yep. I did nothing but work on my shot, and it's really going to get better. That's a gym rat. That's a gym rat. Just in there for <laughs> Then Rubio hours. shows up the, the, the first day. He's coach's son. 
Oh, for Christ's sake. No. They hired, oh, okay. a, they hired a shooting coach. The Wolves did, Stu. What do we know? They what, did. What do we know about this guy? They hired a shooting coach? Yeah. Okay. Did. I didn't it, even is know it, that. Is it Ryan so. Saunders? Is it Ryan Saunders? <laughs> yeah, which Saunders? member of the Saunders family is it? <laughs> yep, it's, <laughs> yep, it's Bob Saunders. <laughs> Flip's brother. Ryan Saunders, who is the 16th man on a bad Gover basketball team. Firestone. He was changing tires. But yep. Now he's a shooting coach. Shooting coach. So anyway, so yeah, they mixed up the power play with some guys that I I am kind of excited about to see how they well, work out. Well, I think we're mostly excited about Dumba, aren't we? I am excited to watch Dumba possibly put one through the net, then the glass, then the crowd, and then like into that new patio they built on Cassettas, mm-hmm. which is pretty awesome. Yep. By the way, I don't know if you've tried that out yet. Right up it there, really nice. puck lands up in that patio. Yep. And goes through somebody's slice of pizza. Through somebody's And then somebody spot. with a terrible Italian it's, accent, it's accent is like, Hey, you ruined my pizza! You my pizza pie! What about Master Choli? I bake at the Master Choli. Hey, the hockey, no good for the pizza! You scram! All right, sorry about you that. You guys can't see it, but we're also doing terrible Italian yeah, imitation hand motions. Yeah. It's really awesome. Well, yeah. A pizza pie. You guys should all be here. It'd be way, it'd be way better. So, second power play. I actually kind of like this better because it has Vanek on it, and it doesn't have well, Ryan Suter on it. It doesn't have Danny Heatley on it. Well, that's true. That's the number one improvement from last year's team. No Danny Heatley. He was on the second line power play, and the whole season too. The there were games season. where he was suspended, and he still played on the second line power play. They had the last year's power play minutes went Suter. Pominville, Parisi, Koivu, Danny fucking Heatley. <laughs> Danny Heatley. Niederreiter wasn't even like, no. he was like ninth. <laughs> he got like 29 power play minutes. Coyle was year. like 10th. And Granlin was, I think, 6th. Like, he was right after Danny Heatley. And Heatley was clearly trying to get thrown off the power play. He wouldn't even bring a stick on the ice for some of them. He'd just sit there and try to kick the puck. Well, they would the try to do that one timer like they did, like they do with Pominville. They yeah. try to feed him that one timer. He can't. He can't do it anymore. <laughs> it was. It's like watching my dog try to get up on the bed. She's thirteen. <laughs> she can't do it anymore. It's you know what? Life passes us all by. Yep. There's things we can't do that we used to do. Danny, he, yo, quit putting him the fuck out Mike, there. Mike, yo, just won't put a little dog bed on the floor for him. <laughs> Damn it! Yeah. <sighs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. burrowcom slash ACAST. Anyways, 
<laughs> I keep talking like Jimmy Fallon. See, I just <laughs> get a high pitched <laughs> every goddamn time. All right. All right. Um, so I want to do predictions for the Wild. And right. I want to do predictions for sort of the NHL in general that we can look back on and laugh later in the year. Playoff seed for the Wild or none, if you think none. Six. Six is a safe bet. I'm going to go seven. Stu? Uh, they will not make the playoffs. Not make the playoffs. That's a hot Holy fuck Holy shit. Really? Well, you see how well my ten and six and wild card loss. <laughs> Oops, going for I the tried to war- Vikings. Yeah, I, I tried to warn you on that, Stu. I, I know. tried to. I know. I didn't mock and ridicule you, did I you? I tried to. I tried to rationally. I mocked and ridiculed him. Did you? Absolutely. Maybe I did. I called I, him a crazy person. I don't remember. I might. I, have. I probably did. When they go three and three this weekend, I'll look a little smarter, but not that much. Oh smarter. shit! You going? You think they're going to beat the hapless, injured Lions? Yes, I do. Really? That, yep, that's my hot take. Those are my two hot takes. No playoffs for the Wild, and the Vikings will go 500 after this week. Just because of... So, but, but continue with the prediction segment. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sidetracking. No, we, I sidetracked you. We I, should mention that the, the playoffs are a little different now, so we should probably yep. pick what, where the Wild will be in the central playoffs. Or will they be the fifth, wild, the second wild card team and be in the Pacific playoffs? I think it'll be similar to last year. All right. Yeah. So they're the fourth seed. Yep. All right. I think that's fair. I think that's what I would pick them for, too. Or possibly is the crossover. Yes. Although, the way they do the playoffs, and I wasn't aware of this before the season started, was that the first three are guaranteed within your division, and then the other two are basically wildcard spots, mm-hmm. and they seed you in order, which is ridiculous. It is. Because if it's one central team and one Pacific team, mm-hmm. why would you not keep the central team in the central and the Pacific team in the Pacific? Canada uses the metric system, yeah. <laughs> Gary Bettman's a moron. Mm-hmm. That's what. Even when they do something as unequivocally good as something that I like in every possible way, as changing up the playoffs and going back to four divisions, I love every part of that. I, it was even, wonderful. Even when they do that, they still manage to screw it up because Gary Bettman is involved. Because if they did something perfect, what would you have to talk about? Yeah, it's like, all right, guys, we're finally going to put the Winter Classic in Minnesota, but. Instead of being an ice hockey game, it's going to be a field hockey game. Mm-hmm. We're going to really get the field hockey fans in by having a field hockey winter classic. It's like, oh, you're so close, but you're still morons. <laughs> oh, you were just, oh, you're so close, guys. Yeah. All right. Um, who is going, we're going to do league predictions here. Oh, Who's going to win shit. the Pacific Division? Who's coming out of the Pacific in the playoffs? Anaheim. I'm taking the Kings again. Okay. Stu? Uh, what did Clarence say? Anaheim? Yep. <laughs> yeah, I'll go with Anaheim. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Eastern champion. You only have to pick one team from the whole league because we can't name the divisions. Fuck, I don't know, John. Who's going to win these? I'm out of, pro- I'm out of protest. I'm not picking a team. All right, out of protest. I'll take I'll take Montreal to win the East. Fuck the East. I don't like the East yeah, that's, that's Eastern the Conference. Take, Number one, it's a terrible conference. I don't like them. I don't. We have to sit here and watch fucking Philly and Boston as we're doing this, and it makes me angry just having to sit here and watch these two teams. And somehow, they could start a Western game earlier for all of us, but instead they manage to start the Western game when they have one yep. at ten o'clock at night. I won't see it. The best, the best three teams in the league might be in the Pacific Division. I don't think there's a might be. I it might that's... be Los Angeles, Anaheim, San Jose. Might be yeah. the three best teams in the entire NHL, and you won't see them at all until they're all within hours of each other. Yeah. yeah. And nobody out there could give a shit. Absolutely not. 
Mike Milbury doesn't even know where San Jose is. <laughs> yeah, is that in, that's you know by Vegas, asked? right? It's in Nevada? Hey, Stu, you know what you'd ask Mike the Milbury? at the end of Step Brothers? I think that's where the wine mixer was. <laughs> Does Mike Milbury know the way to San Jose? <laughs> Do you know the way Wait, to San, San Jose? That's an old Dion Warwick song, I can't, John. I know, but I can't bit. believe you got Stu to laugh at that. <laughs> That's, if I can get Stu to sing, he'll It laugh. wasn't even a pity laugh. It was a genuine laugh. He'll laugh at being able to sing. All right, Stanley Cup champion. Boston Bruins. Boston Bruins. It's a solid take. Good goaltending, good coach. Easy Eastern Conference playoffs, so it's like winning the JV Conference and then right. getting played. Well, it's like it's right. like winning one of those shitty college hockey conferences they have out there. Yeah, absolutely. They, they won Atlantic hockey. They don't beat the shit out of each other all season long. They come into the Frozen Four fresh. They uh, play in the Bean Pot and then they play in the NHL thing or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Did you see that the Boston mayor wants to move the Bean Pot to Northern Ireland? What a knucklehead! That is the dumbest idea in it. Knucklehead. Even Gary Bettman was like, "Listen, weird ideas. Listen, <laughs> that never happens. That's just crazy. Yeah, we're not going to play the Bean Pot in Northern Ireland. Northern? Why? Oh, Why would you do that? Oh, to get the great Northern Ireland populace, Northern that. Ireland populace inter- introduced to college hockey? Well, those guys, they listen to Everlast. They do all kinds of goofy they stuff. They do do all kinds of goofy <laughs> stuff. All right, Stanley Cup champion. I didn't know you were, were going to be asking me this. Sorry. It's going to be a Western team. You want me to make San my... Jose? Just oh, to, San Jose! Just to say they're finally going to break through and they're <laughs> going to be the feel-good team that uh, everybody feels bad for them now. But uh, they swore they'd change everything, and all they did was try to piss off Joe Thornton by <laughs> t- saying that he was the problem somehow. I'm going to go with San. Jose. Listen, we're going to strip you of the captaincy, Joe, because <laughs> it was clearly all your fault that we blew a three nothing playoff lead. They're doing something. They're trying. All right, I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick somebody from the Central. All right. I think I'm going to go with St. Louis. You son of a bitch. <laughs> God. Why Why do you hate Minnesota, John? Should I go with Minnesota? No, but picking a team from the Central. I thought I saw Minnesota had the eighth best odds Hating Minnesota by like proxy. That. That'd be like picking the Packers to win the Super Bowl. Listen, Even if you thought it was true, you don't say Clarence, it. Clarence, you know me. I would happily pick the Wild to win the Stanley Cup. But I know. Well, that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen? No. There's no chance. I don't, there, a lot of things have chances. I can't say it doesn't have any chance, but no, it's not, not a believer. I can't picture it in my head. No. Well, I can't picture anything good what happening in Minnesota sports. What would that look like? Head. That would. You, you're picturing Darcy Kemper hoisting the Stanley Cup above his yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm what picturing. You're jo- I'm picturing a redeemed Josh Harding hoisting the Stanley Cup. Actually. Wow, you're high. Yeah, I probably. Holy am. shit. If, yeah, no, that's not. I don't. Unless they trade for a goalie at the, I don't. They're think, not going to do that. They're not. That's my point. Is I I don't see their goaltending is good, but I don't think Stanley Cup victory good. All right. They're going to have to figure that out. Maybe Darcy Kemper just blows me away and proves me. That right. seems unlikely. Well, I think he's got it in him. I do. I, she's got to show me it. You think he's got Stanley Cup winning sure. goaltender in him? Yeah. I. He came up. He people thought he would be very good. I mean, scouts thought that. It's not like he just came out of nowhere. It sometimes feels like he just kind of came out of That's nowhere. That's true. But uh, no, he was a, he was a 
highly touted. I don't know if that's the word. But no. there were scouts that said, no, this guy has a chance to be very good in the National Hockey League. So <laughs> Somehow I want to segue from that into talking about the goalies on your fantasy hockey team. Just because your starting goalie is competing with Alex Stalock, UMD's Alex Stalock, to be the starter in San Jose. I I don't want to talk. He about went this. quiet. We had our fantasy hockey draft last night, listeners, and Clarence's computer broke down, and so the computer drafted his team for him. And in an auction draft where the budget was a hundred, it spent fifty. <laughs> <laughs> For a while, towards the end, it was just him and the other person who auto-drafted bidding back and forth. He's just, if you could only see his face, he has his eyes closed. It's like, it's like I was insulting his dead grandmother right now. He's just, even now, so angry about the whole thing. I have a handful of players in the National Hockey League I like, Mm -hmm. and those were the guys I was going to draft. Yep. And then the computer went and drafted, like, what do we, what do you get a team? Ten people? Yeah, it's like 10 And I hate people. all 10. I, like, hate them. <laughs> they, they drafted. Think of that. If you had your fantasy football team was and just, just full of people you hate. It just drafted nothing but Packers. It's, yes, it was. Nausea oh, who do I have? Oh, no, it's James Starks is your running back. <laughs> That's, yes. oh. oh, my God. It, uh, it was so frustrating when I finally got the Internet to work. And I looked at my team. <laughs> and you <laughs> got back on him and said, has joined the draft. And it's just anger. It was just so... And $50 remaining. Radiating through the computer screen. <laughs> and all my players, not clients. only do I hate, they suck. <laughs> uh, uh, anyways. It probably should have been less funny, but <laughs> it, just sucks so it was actually really funny. You'd be so angry. All right, I want to talk a little bit about Gopher Puck, which I didn't actually tell Clarence we were going to do, but it's the hockey preview episode, so he's had 54 minutes to think about it while he's also talking about the Wild. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about the storylines they got going for him. I think num- the number one storyline, which makes sense when you hear the storyline, they're unanimously picked to be the best team in college hockey. It scares the crap out of me. Yeah, it's not really a good sign because no. they never seem to play well in that situation. Never, ever. The one exception might have been the 2001-2002 team that ended up winning the national that championship. That team was one in a billion. Yeah, that team was one in a billion. you remember when Thomas Vanek was at the University of Minnesota? I do. He was one of two college hockey players that I remember seeing and thinking, oh my goodness, this guy is... Ten times better than anybody else on the ice. He was the guy where now when you're worried about playing another team, you're like, geez, yeah, no, they could lose. Back then it was like, yeah, we could lose, but you know what? We have Thomas Vanek. Yep. So it's probably going to be okay. I just the I have a clear memory of like in the fifth game of that season, of Thomas Vanek's first season, he was one-on-two going into the zone. Mm-hmm. And he was clearly, he was at this point bigger than every other defender. Mm-hmm. And you thought he was going to dump the pucker and something like that. But instead, he wound up, took a slap shot intentionally off the end boards of the rink, yes. skated around both guys, and almost stuffed the puck in. Mm-hmm. And it was like, that's the kind of thing you do if you were Darby Hendrickson and you were playing with young Clarence Swampdown. Street hockey. And Street hockey. Field. Yeah. Just to make young Clarence Swampdown <laughs> feel terrible about yeah, himself. Yeah, right next to the baseball field there. <laughs> yeah. it, that is what I remember about Van. Anyway. Enough reminiscing. Gophers number one. 
they have they usually have a target on them. They will of course have a target on them this year because they're good. The one thing that's different this now is that they're in the Big Ten rather than the WCHA, mm-hmm. and so it's not so much about targets anymore. Not so much. I, it was. It was always a little bit different in the WCHA because they had so many natural rivals with Mankato State and sure. UMD and St. Cloud State. Mm-hmm. And I can't imagine, I, I think there's probably going to be some Minnesota kids on Penn State that care there's about it. There's a lot but of Minnesota kids on Penn State, but it's not the same. No, it's absolutely it, not the same. Minnesota-Penn State is not the same as Minnesota-St. Cloud. It never, it, Minnesota-Wisconsin is there. Yep. Mi- Minnesota-Michigan is not it's the same not, as Minnesota, North Dakota. Well, you remember when Michigan was good? Ballpark. Yeah. It was not too long ago that Michigan was a powerhouse. Mm-hmm. When was the last time they were good? They were terrible last year. It's been years. They had that goalie a couple of years ago. I forget his name. And they were all right then. He carried yeah. them. They weren't a talented team, but they had a good goalie. Yeah. I can't remember. That, that was a couple of years ago. When will Red Berenson finally retire? Jesus. The guy is 95 years old. And the only time he gets quoted in the paper is when he's fulminating about kids not staying four years, even though nobody <laughs> stays four years anymore. Yeah. I just, I don't understand. Nobody goes to the games in Michigan anymore. They were like the 40th best team in the country last year. Do we know if he is not Charleston, Charlton Heston? No, we think he is Charlton Heston. Has that ever been confirmed? He and Jay Robinson just call each other and talk about guns all the time. <laughs> The two most old school coaches. That'd be a hell of a podcast. I would listen it. to that podcast. <laughs> Just talk about guns and Title IX. Can you That's imagine if we had Jay Robinson on this podcast? Number one, we'd both be dead oh, by the God. end of the night. Oh, I know. He and I, we'd be down at the fucking uh, <laughs> down at uh, the bar at the Muni down the street getting piss hammered. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Jay Robinson and my dad are they're indistinguishable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know how we ended up talking about Jay Robinson from Gophers Hockey, but for Red Berenson, actually, from Michigan Hockey. All right, uh, number two storyline is that everybody's back, mm-hmm. starting with Adam Wilcox, yeah. who I think, I think I'm right in saying Ugh. is the best goaltender in Gopher history. I'm not sure who else is even in the discussion. Well, it's him or Stauber, obviously, is the two. and uh, Maybe Kellen Briggs? Hmm. Not even close. No. I I mean, God, I'd have to sit down and really think about this. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. That's a. It's an interesting question, and that was. It's not necessarily something I've been used to watching Gophers hockey, because in many years no. the story was they have an excellent team, their goaltending is sketchy. That's correct. They were the wild. Yep. It starts. It started with Adam Hauser. Who I liked a lot, but it was just that was an excellent team back then, and then it was Adam Hauser at the back, and you were sort of thinking, well, what's going to happen tonight? Mm-hmm. But even after that, they sort of had a number of guys who were a little bit sketchy that won a national championship with Travis Weber, who quit hockey the next year. And <laughs> yep. They just had a lot of different things. And then you it come was in, always frustrating because yeah. I can understand a team not having depth. Like, oh, oh. Sure, maybe you miss out on a few recruits and, and you just don't have the depth. But when all you need is one goalie, how I never understood how the Gophers couldn't recruit goalies. Yeah. Like 15 years, they couldn't. <laughs> I could see where like you have a down cycle, maybe a couple years, where, yeah, we just missed on a few. 
for like 15 years, they're goalies. <laughs> and every year, they'd bring in a third goalie who is some local high school product. Everybody would be like, maybe he can do it. He was there to be a practice goalie, basically. I don't I w- I want to say his name because I he, I he is a guy that I like. But they had a goalie on their team that I played hockey with that did not play in high school. That's... And they never said much about it, but I saw his name on the roster. I'm like, and his older brother was on the team. That's how they ended up getting him. Sure. That's the kind of stuff they did. He didn't play. It's the golfers that had a goalie that didn't play high school. <laughs> That's, was that the Doug Wugera? Uh, are we gonna have to cut that out? We might, be able to, we might, we might be able to hear you whispering. Uh, right at the end. Yeah, it was right at the end. <laughs> was it? Okay. Yeah, I can't it was. hear what you guys are okay. saying. <laughs> and yes, it was Woog. Yeah, I can't remember. It was right in right in that area when that was the least secretive part ever because we're both whispering and we both like covered the mic up with our hands, but we covered the wrong part, and then we both moved the mic. Two inches from our mouth. I think like, he's talking hey. to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's classic. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Um, the rest of the team also Wug- bad. Yes, it was the Wugera. Okay. It was. The, we'll say it was the Wugera. Yeah. And nobody heard who we mentioned. He's um, been drinking. <laughs> It was just like a stage whisper. That was awesome. Um, uh, you sort of look down the lines, and there's a lot of guys who were sort of surprising. Mm-hmm. You think, oh, Sam Warning, he's like a third liner. He almost led the team. Did he mm-hmm. lead the team in points last year? Oh, shit. I don't remember, John. I, I was reading something today. Justin Kloos led the team in goals last year. They didn't year. have anybody that stood out last year. No, they did. The they, they had like 49 guys who scored 12 goals apiece. They didn't apiece. have a fan of yeah. They didn't have a fan of The closest might be Hudson Fashing. Well, if, if you mean by, like, just style, yeah, yeah. he's the closest. Well, the closest in the sense that he's clearly awesome. Yes. He's young, but, yes, he's big and strong, and he stands out on the ice like, holy crap, that guy's big yeah. and fast for how big he is. And then they they still have Kyle Rao, who's mm-hmm. sort of, I always call Chad Rao. <laughs> Why would you do that? Because I always nice. screw him up. Oh. Ugh. It's like calling Tom Seratori by every other Seratori's name. <laughs> I can't keep those guys straight. Oh, it's just terrible. Frank Seratori and everybody. And, of course, we'll have the early season Gover Hockey where I forget who's which number, and all you can see is the numbers, and you sort of go back to, like, guys who were on the team in 1988. Yeah. You're like, uh, De- Rico Pagel. Yeah. <laughs> go, Rico. That, always, that happens early in the year in Gover Hockey, but... Clues still around, warning still around. Um, we got your guy, New Prague, Seth Ambrose. Oh, my favorite. Why oh. is he your favorite? Just because he's from Lunchbox. South Metro? <laughs> Lunchbox South Metro. Not Fancy Pants South Metro no. like Clues. <laughs> Lunchbox South Metro. Yep. <laughs> none of your Connor Riley, none of your Holy, Holy Angels, <laughs> nah, Mike I, Riley. I like him, but... They, All the Rileys. Guys, but no, Ambrose is like... This old man's like a janitor at the school or whatever. Well, I mean, he is. That's yeah. It's just a regular Joe guy. I like that. I know. I know. I'm f- living this fantasy land and blah, blah, blah. 
where I put value on that stuff and blah, blah, blah. But He's not even in school this year. He's just doing construction, taking a year off of school, playing yeah. hockey and doing construction. But, you know, let me – give me my delusions. Yep. We're happier. <laughs> We're happier with our delusions for sure. I am. The other thing that happened – this is a thing that happened, and I can't believe it. Mike Riley was a first-team All-American last year. He's good. He's good. But there were so many – the previous year – it was like Mike Riley is going to kill this hockey team. He's going to be the death of this hockey <laughs> yeah, team the way, yeah. because he will <laughs> his improvement. Because yeah. you would you would see the team they'd be on the power play or they'd just be regularly cycling the puck and they'd go to the left defenseman and the left defenseman would look to pass to the right D to Mike Riley and he wouldn't be there. <laughs> he'd sort of turn around like, Where "What do I do with the puck?" And then he'd lose the puck because somebody would hit him. And you'd be like, where's Mike Riley? And you'd see him, and he'd be standing in the crease. You'd be up getting nachos. Like, Mike, you, can, you can't play forward. You have to play defense. <laughs> Mike was like, no, guys. I want to score some goals. Come on. <laughs> Where You almost wanted to put a like electric tape on the ice. Yeah, like invisible they do fence at, for sure. Where they, like they do in uh, stick hockey and gym class. Yep. You can only be in this box. Mm-hmm. Okay, you stay right here. Just one of those dog fences that goes right along the circle. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'll play defense. But that was two years ago. Last year, he's the first team All-American. If he stays, you give him a little piece of cut-up hot dog. (laughs) When he he leaves, he's going up on the wall. He's going up on the wall with the rest of the All-Americans. And I can't believe that's true. I can't believe that is a thing that happened. The other the storyline that I actually didn't know about today till today, so if our guy Nate Wells listens to this podcast, he's just gonna be angry. But they got a kid coming in this year named Leon Bristet, which mm-hmm. is a great name. It is. It's he's he actually is Swedish, which is a shame because I thought he would be like an Irish kid from the north side of Chicago. Mm-hmm. But I think you're thinking of uh Leo. Leo Bristet. Uh Lido. Yeah. No, what's the uh, Boss Gag song? He's from Chicago. Lido. Lido. He's from Chicago in that song, right? Lido. Leo's but go. Isn't that Chicago, right? That's where that song is set. Sure. All right, that's Lido Brisden. I'm fine with that. Anyways. But this is Leon Brisden. Kid from Sweden, pretty high up in the European mm-hmm. NHL rankings. This is he's eighteen years old, nineteen years old, and the big story is that he's suspended for the season opener this weekend. They're in the icebreaker tournament. They play Duluth on Friday and mm-hmm. or on Saturday. Is it Friday, Friday or Saturday? I think it's, like I think it's Friday. On Friday or something. Yeah, and then they play either UND or R- or not UND uh, Notre, Notre Dame, Dame. Yep. or RPI the next day. He's suspended for that because he was playing for a Swedish under twenty club team last year. That used a professional player, so he played a couple of games of the professional, and the NCAA decided mm-hmm. that an appropriate punishment for something he clearly had no control whatsoever over, they could have said, you know, he's out for the season, he's not eligible anymore, they could have done a number of things that would have been crazy. But the craziest thing is just saying, eh, two games. He can't play in your first it's- two games, guys. Winston is down in Florida State yeah. doing everything in the universe. Oh, just plays every Saturday. Uh, the entire offensive line at Auburn is driving Humvees. You know what? How, how the fuck did those guys get those Humvees? Yep. Ah, who cares? This guy played with a twenty played an against, under twenty hockey played game. against a pro unknowingly and sits out two games. And I just I can only imagine. Like Minnesota self-reporting this violation, finding about and being like calling up the NCAA and saying, "All right, 
we got a problem here. One of our guys played with the thing, and then some intern answers the phone's like, um, okay, hold on. <laughs> I think, and he's paging through a binder at this you point. You can hear the pages. You can turning. hear the pages, and he's like, um, so it says here, wait, did you say this is football? No. <laughs> All right. Huh. This is hockey? All right. We have a different binder for that. Well, and the binder is just a sheet of paper, you can hear him. Yeah. and it just says, spin the wheel on it. So he's <laughs> like, All right, hold on. I got to spin the wheel, and you're in the back row. Click, click, click. Uh, it says two games, two game suspension. Okey-doke. Uh So I guess you got to go with that. You almost won the free space, <laughs> and when you get the free space, you get thirty cents off ice cream. Anyway, that was just I like an ice cream. <laughs> That's pretty good. It's your favorite ice cream, Stu. My favorite ice cream. Uh, oh man, that's difficult. You're repeating the question to buy yourself answer. time. It's not allowed. Uh, this is quick. You gotta go. This, this look. I I got nothing. What? You're chocolate, not... chocolate chip. Chocolate, chocolate I chip. I hate that answer. I already hate that answer. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that was the wrong answer. I know. God, you... I'm gonna say. So you guys, it's Jesus. This is not peanut butter cup. Okay. All right. Or, That's even worse. Or, worse occasionally, or, I also like this. If you go to Dairy Queen, they'll give you an Oreo Blizzard. But if you ask nicely, they'll put peanut butter in it. The peanut butter Oreo Blizzard. Okay. I like that. Okay. What's your answer? Well, that's I don't, just dumb. I don't like ice cream. You don't like ice cream? No. Remember, you he doesn't like sweets. No. Well, that's... But ice cream. His favorite ice cream is black coffee. That's right. Served in a styrofoam cup. <laughs> My favorite ice cream is another cheeseburger. No, that's true. <laughs> That's actually a really good answer. Sure. I would like a cheeseburger, I'll go please. check with my wife and see what my favorite ice cream is. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> my wife. That's a good answer. I forget what I was talking Oh, go for hockey. I, I feel like I want to take some more time just to complain about how terrible Big Ten hockey is. Just I, how universally you know how terrible I it is. I feel about Big Ten hockey. Personally, I don't like it. Publicly, it, internally, I don't like it. Inside my body, where it, in my head, I yep. don't like. It. Externally, when I talk about it, I love it. You're the biggest booster. Love it because it pisses UND fans off. Yep, that's an excellent reason. That is the reason. It makes St. Cloud State fans angry. Drives them crazy. Makes Duluth fans angry. Fucking nuts. That's a good reason. That's why I do it. But that does put you on the same side of the issue as Barry Alvarez. Well, you know what, publicly. John? Uh, we funded the Sandinistas too. <laughs> we you get, sometimes you get sometimes you get the enemy, enemy of wrong enemy is, yeah. That's uh, sometimes you got to. Sometimes you send Dick Cheney over. He's shaking hands with Saddam Hussein. That's just the These way things life happen. It, when you get us, we're sitting at the adults' table yep. here. Yeah, we got the big boy pants on. That's right. And the most important thing is make, making North Dakota fans crazy. Yep, you got to make hard decisions. Crazy and angry people. And if you got to side with Barry Alvarez to do it, well. That's the way life is sometimes. This is not the year where the Gophers are playing North Dakota again, right? It's still a couple years away. That was next year, and I hope it doesn't happen. <laughs> I was talking to a guy who is a UND grad the other day, and apparently they are just going... Oh, with... so you're getting your car washed. <laughs> Hi-oh! <laughs> <laughs> he's actually an intern for the soccer team. Or, no, I think he's an employee for the soccer team now. What's that? Oh, the... United. You're not even going to say anything right now, are you? 
You, I saw one thousand lines go across your head, and then you're like, "Nope, I'm not going to say anything." <laughs> you're just going to be. You quiet don't want to know the lines that went through my head. Right? <laughs> Do you know? Sometimes I'll tweet about soccer. Sometimes I'll write about soccer. The only person who usually responds to anything I say is you. I you are the most interested it. person in soccer. I read every blog post that you <laughs> write on soccer, John. I, I appreciate your support. You a friend, so yep. I read everything you guys write. And I'm sure if you go into I, I don't have access to the page stats, but if it, I'm sure if you go in, there's two page views. And <laughs> the two logged in users, it's J. Marthaler and C. Swamp Town. Yeah, Those probably. are the only two people who read probably. that. I try to support you guys in the things that you do. So, important. Anyway, thank you for that. Apparently, North Dakota no longer has a nickname. They're just going with University of North Dakota. I that last year, too. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. Well. Have you ever been up there? It's a ridiculous place. Yeah, That's you wouldn't. True. It wouldn't even make the top hundred of most ridiculous things <laughs> up there. The fact that a uh, well-known Nazi sympathizer gave, yeah, them, gave them money to build a rink, and <laughs> yeah. they took it and named the arena after him. Yeah, you're not. Uh, you're not even cracking the top hundred with no nickname. <laughs> the 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 more time passes, at the time that was a ridiculous decision. But can you imagine Ralph Engelstad getting an arena named after him now? In this internet age, it would be like I'm trying to think what it would be like. Like, let's say John Rocker came to the University of Minnesota and said, "I would like to build your new hockey yep. arena, Rocker Arena." I think we probably <laughs> would just be like, "Nah, that's all right." Yeah. Like, hey, oh, here's a good example. What if John Rocker said, "I will build you your basketball practice facility"? Yeah, would I think we'd probably be like because we've wanted it forever. We don't have the money. Hmm. We'd probably still be like, eh, all right, rocker court. I don't, I don't think so, John. <laughs> like, we'll just, we'll just keep plugging I away think here. It's okay. We'll just keep making big rocks and little rocks. We'll get there someday. But thank you. <laughs> and that's, I mean, that's John Rocker. Um, this isn't even Ralph Engelstead's like calling up Marge Shot on the phone <laughs> to talk about talk about things. Just well known. Maybe John Rocker's not a good example. I'm trying to think of a better. He's the first person that came to The mind. mayor of Ferguson, Missouri? <laughs> <laughs> I can't even remember his name, but maybe that guy? <laughs> or the uh, police chief or whatever it was? I can't. Maybe Here's my North Dakota story. Uh, my uh, 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 high school classmate of mine, uh, his son uh, goes to um, uh, hell. I want to say, uh, one of the North Dakotas. Uh, for chemical what? engineering. No, 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 no. Is, There's um, no one of the North Dakotas, you son of a bitch. I can't remember what it's not, uh, NDS. Oh, it's Either way, NDSU he's doing a, they he's engineering. chemical engineering. That's NDSU. Okay. Yeah. UND is oh, nothing NDSU, but a flight so he, school and auto repair. Yeah. yeah. He's interning. At, he, oh, he interned in Dickinson this summer. Okay. Um, His wage for interning was $30 an hour. Holy sh- That's a good wage for interning. Yeah, it is. And he... Uh, time and a half um, for any hours over forty, and he was working like fifty-five hours per week during the summer. So, but his did they pay for his housing? That's the key because up yep. there, yep. you can't live. Did they? Yep. And it wasn't just a tent in somebody's yard. Oh my God, that's no. It was like you know company. Well, it was company housing. So I mean, it probably was some sort of situation like that. But. He hit the jackpot. Everything in North Dakota is insane. Is really that was my point. There. It is, and to segue, I believe. Uh, if, oh, I'm sorry. If I remember right, Clarence, you lived like in like a filthy, um, un. There was no electricity in a basement in Madison, Minnesota. 
I did. For like yes. 17 months. I lived in a nursing home, like actually. Literally. In you a lived nursing. in a nursing home in Madison? I did, in Madison, Minnesota. <laughs> Why did you live in the nursing home? It was the only place in town that, that had rented a room for rent. That's true. Yes. I mean, literally the only place in town. Just so you know, if you're going to move to that area of western Minnesota these days, listeners, don't look for a room to rent because it's going to be senior living. They're the only rental apartments available. Just buy a home. The homes cost $157. (laughs) You can can live in a fairly comfortable home. You can buy three of them in a row. And when you're done, just push it over. Do whatever you want. Yep. They don't fire. care. They're so happy to have you. Leave the keys in it. Just leave the front door open. Did they have anything away. set up for you when you moved to Madison, or was it just like you had to drive into Nothing. Madison and be like, where I am had, I going to live? I had my truck and a duffel bag of clothes, and I went to the gas station, and I asked uh, if there's a realtor in town or someplace. Yeah. Where, where can a guy find out about apartments? And she had like, uh, oh, I, yeah. Apartments. Uh, t- talk to <laughs> Talk to Talk this to guy. Betsy. He's down here at this place, so I went and talked to him, and he said, no, I found, come to find out. Long story longer. Nursing home. And nursing I had to home. talk my way into that place. So did you have to, like, eat the meals with I the residents? I told you this story already. No, I don't I? think I've heard this story. No, you didn't. Yeah, so I, I lived in this nursing home in Madison, Minnesota, and uh, <laughs> uh, I'm in the shower. And there's this string coming out of the wall in the shower. I'm like, what the fuck is this thing? I'm yanking on the string. Like, I wonder what the fuck this is. And I yank, yank, yank on it. No, I don't think much of it. It's the lady that runs the whole building comes barging into my fucking shower. <laughs> well, it's like the emergency bull cord because it's the old person's deal. Yep. Like if they fall in the tub, yep. they yank on this deal. Oh, they're labeled. I think it's just a fucking string coming out of the damn wall. So there I am standing, just wiener, just flopping in the wind. And this lady's just standing there like, what the hell are you doing in here? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were in trouble. So she unlocked the door, the whole deal. Yep, there is. That was that. Yep. <laughs> Turn around, there's ladies standing there staring at me. And, well, how's it going? Welcome to Madison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sir, this is the welcome package. <laughs> and then, Chamber of Commerce sent me. And then the music started. Mm-hmm. Oh. Anyways, yes, I lived in a nursing home. <laughs> For 17 months, did you say? You lived in a nursing home? No, not that I was long. a guest. It's like four I don't months. know how long you lived there. It was there. like four months. It wasn't long. It's a long time to live in Madison, Minnesota. Yeah, it was something. Yeah, they had a, uh, the Muni in town was 99 bucks for the whole summer for unlimited golf. Mm-hmm. Nice little course. Yeah, I had a lot of fun in that town. That's the one with the ladder on the fifth hole, right? Yes, it is. It's you a 90 climb, degree. You got to so cl- see if the person You got to climb the ladder. On the green or not, yeah. Climb up a I huge played, ladder, too. It's a big ladder. Yeah. Yeah. I played in a golf meet once there that actually got rained out. They just gave up after the second hole. That's just said everybody. And there was lightning and stuff. Did they go around and pick everybody up on carts? No. They just said, they sent one guy around in the car. I was like, hey, you got to walk in. Well, it's all like these 40 kids, acres. It's not very big. All these kids trudging back to the clubhouse sure. in a lightning storm. Sure. That was good times. Yeah, and I played on a... Uh, Traveling fast pitch team out of Dawson, which is the next town over. I found a spot and I played traveling fast pitch softball. First, it was kind of different. I'll give I'll give you something my, to do. I'll give you my fact about the area. Lack of Pearl Valley High School. That's Madison, Appleton, Milan. It. Yep, out the middle not Milan, Milan. 
This is Minnesota, everybody. Sure. All those schools, it's closer to Dawson than any other schools. <laughs> which doesn't Dawson is Dawson Boyd. Dawson Boyd, Blackjacks. Because they could they could not decide which town to put it in. They had <laughs> argument after argument. Where is it sure. going to go? Is it going to go in? Mm-hmm. Let's put it in Marietta. No, we can't put it in Marietta. Appleton doesn't get it. Madison doesn't get it. So they put it in the middle of a cornfield. Right in the middle. That, There's nothing out there except there. for... Lacoprile Valley, which is closer to Dawson. It's got a big windmill and everything. Yeah, that's your that is your Western Minnesota story of the day. Politics. I got one tweet from a friend from (laughs) Ortonville who was excited to hear me talk about that Ortonville Millbank game last week. (laughs) We were talking about Gopher hockey at some point. I swear, we were talking about North Dakota and how much fun it is to anger them. Uh, yeah. And how how there's just so many weird stories out of there, which I believe we have shared now. We have. Sure. Just, Should, can we segue into, do you know where the Western, uh, the NCAA Western Regional is this year? Where is the Western Regional this year? So typically the West, you know, maybe we should explain mm-hmm. NCAA Regionals. Yeah, there's four regionals. There's four regionals. One of them is usually the Northeast and the East, and those are in New Hampshire and Boston or something That's like right. that every time. Yep. And then there's a Midwest and a West Regional. That's right. And the Midwest is usually in like Chicago or Detroit or Grand or sometimes Rapids, in Michigan. Grand Rapids for no good reason. Yeah, that's right. Every so often it's like in Green Bay or Green something Bay. I think like it's that. been in maybe Ohio, maybe Cleveland or Columbus. Yeah, maybe. Anyways, then the Western one is always in like Denver or St. Paul. Um, this year it is in Fargo. It's in Fargo. It's in Fargo. Why is it in Fargo? Really? Is it at the Fargo Dome? No, it's at the Shields Arena, which I haven't been to. I haven't been back to What's Fargo. What's the Shields Arena? Ten years. It's the new arena. They got like a junior league team up there, and they play in the Shields Arena. Yeah. So if it's a junior arena, they got to have about nine hundred seats. Fuck no, it's it must be big enough. It must have five thousand. I don't fuck. I five ten. Eight, nine? I have no idea how big. I really, I'm just completely guessing. I have no idea how big it's big enough to host a regional though. Well, so, uh I'm thinking about heading up there. Every year, my wife and I go, went to the WCHA playoffs. We mm-hmm. did that for a billion years. Yep. Because they were fun. Final five. Blast. Great now, weekend. Barry Alvarez. Yes, Ruined you know everything. I truly feel on the insides. I hate it, yep. but I would never say that. The Big Ten tournament last year was in St. Paul. was attended by tens of people. I didn't go. They were about... To- the West Regional instead, because yeah. that's way more fun. And way more fun. We knew the Gophers were going to be in it because they were playing well, mm-hmm. and the number one seed gets the. They were hosting the West Regional. They were hosting that's the right. West Regional. So we were in we were in St. Paul for my kids' dance tournament for that. That's Big right. Ten tournament. We saw we saw Ohio State fans throwing up in buckets in front of my mother in law. That's, it was that's awesome. the Big Ten tournament. That's right. Yes, it is. So it's the fantastic Big Ten tournament. This Those year, fans didn't actually go to the game. There were no, there was nobody at the game. It's not here this year. It's in Detroit. I think they're flip flopping back and forth. For yeah, a and while. if you thought there was nobody at it in St. Paul, there oh, is going to be yeah, nobody. Ghostland. It's just going to be. They always had the CCHA tournament at the Joe Louis Arena, and for a game where Michigan was playing, they draw three thousand people. For every other game, it was it I was am, crickets. I am legend. Yeah, it's just nothing. It's just terrible. So. We're thinking of this year. There's no Big Ten tournament here. We're thinking yep. of going to the West Regional in Fargo. Would you consider going to the NCH series? <laughs> Don't they have that at the Target Center? You're just staring me down right now. You could cheer against St. Cloud. Think of all the teams you could cheer against. Joey Benick, Johnny Brodziak, you know. <laughs> Stu has the St. Cloud State roster up in front of him right now and is trying to read awesome names. I'm, I'm not going to nope. be a Mark Hardigan. I, I don't want to be on Andrew this podcast Proctor. anymore. Nate, oh, Nate DeCasmiro. 
I don't want to be on this <laughs> podcast anymore. <laughs> so you're going up to Fargo. I don't know. That's what I'm trying to. Well, you got to go. You got to go to one of them. So I, ha- my wife and I both went to NDSU in Fargo. Neither of us have been back since, since. we graduated. That's 15 oh, you got to go then. We're kind of thinking about doing it. We yeah. go back, go to the bars we w- used to go to, kind of a trip down memory lane, and hockey, and hockey. And it will be likely the Gophers will be there. Hopefully, likely. Unless they shit the bed. Which is good. They don't even have to be the one seed. Even if they're like in that next tier where they're one of the top two. If they're a two, they'd be a two seed, they'd still go there. Who's hosting that regional? UND. So UND so be will likely sure. be there. Because they're. Very likely. They're yeah. going to be good. Yep. They're going to be good. So it could be seeing Gophers. Gophers, North UND. Dakota. On the Minnesota, North Dakota border. In Fargo. In Fargo. I don't know. I'm, kind of, I'm thinking a, this through. I'm asking you guys, guys. I'm doing this live here. I'm workshopping this with That's you a good two. idea. I support that idea? idea. I think you should do it. Plus, just going back to see the old stomping grounds. I haven't even asked her yet. The I old just, Fargo stomping grounds? I think it'd be fun. I agree. I just don't know. It's a good idea. You think it's a good idea? All right. I'm getting a little jealous. Fargo in March is beautiful. Fargo in March. <laughs> Hidden gem. <laughs> The flowers are blooming. Uh, I think you're like half to sandbag. I think that's part of the deal. Like like being in Russia where you have to be in the military. I yep, think just uh, going to Fargo. You all right. Uh, the hotel is 55 bucks a night, and you got a sandbag for two hours. It's just a beautiful thing. Yeah, it's a paradise. It's like Venice. It's like Venice in the springtime. The streets just run like rivers. Yes. Very you take a boat everywhere you go. Yep. Take that, Fargo. Your town floods. <laughs> Suck on that. All right, we stopped talking about hockey a while ago. I happened to notice. Yeah. So, I, I don't have any more to talk. I about. don't have any more to talk about too either. But this is a good hockey preview episode. Brandon, we know you're not still listening, but we missed you tonight. Eat it. Anything else to wrap up, Stu? Yep. Do you have anything else to wrap us up here? We'll give you the last word. That, I think. What is that? A family member? Uh, is that your dog behind you right now? That is Sophie. Yeah. What's up, Sophie? It's the dog. Sophie's the dog. So, um, let's see. Uh, shoot. Boy, um... Damn, I wish I was I, your puppy. Is that who she's named Sophie after? B. Hawkins. Uh, no, just, uh, that's... Uh, we're heroes, because we, uh, she's a, a rescue dog, so... You are heroes. That, yeah. was her name, that was her name, so... Oh, she already came with a name. Yeah, so just, uh, again, we're we're heroes, and thank us. God bless I, you. I would like that. Yep. Um, so yeah, that's, yeah, we're uh, just heroes. That's my, uh the final word so, we could be uh, hero do, do that for just for one day right. um, I, let's see uh, i can't remember john's having a seizure uh, uh clarence do you want to do a uh uh beer bet on how the uh relative uh season length of the huskies versus the gophers who goes farther in the playoffs Ooh. <laughs> Interesting bet. Mostly because St. Cloud State has won what one playoff game in their history. No, I'm in. I just normally I when I get in bets, I don't have anything to lose. Like <laughs> so. <laughs> so what Clarence would like to bet here is that if the Gophers go farther, he gets a case of beer, <laughs> okay, and if St. Cloud gonna, State goes farther, straight, you stab yourself in the thigh. Yeah, just a straight twelve pack bet on who goes farther in the and the uh, NC. I'm in. No, I'm in. What do you what twelve pack you want to bet? Um, um, winner's winner's choice? choice. You got it. I'm in. Yeah. Good, good Speaking beer. of which, virtual handshake. 
I'm I I witnessed it. There we go. Anybody who's still listening, which is almost nobody, <laughs> right now Clarence is actually <laughs> waving his arm in a virtual handshake. It was pretty awesome. Well, that's you, you guys had to be handshake. here. Yeah. All right, let's wrap it up. <laughs> good podcast, good hockey okay. talk. I enjoyed this hockey preview episode. Good job, guys. We we at one point we're going to just do this with me and Clarence, and we were going to call it uh, we were going to call it something entirely different. But instead, Stu wanted to be along for the ride, and I'm glad he was. I'm glad he was too. He really added something best. insightful. Insightful Good questions. He's a great hockey mind, Mr. Puck. No, Mr. Puck. Not at all. Just try it. Out. Just try it. No. Nope. Goal Huskies. Good questions. Goal Huskies. Woo. Five O's. Hashtag. Five O's. Five O's. Go Huskies. Woo. Fins are terrifying. <laughs> Watch out for fins. Watch out for fins. That's going to be the yes. podcast title. All right. See you, bye. When you moved to Cicero? 1922. From where? Minnesota, Ortonville. We owned a wheat farm. It went belly up. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com slash covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. Warbyparker.com slash covered. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.